For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Highway to Hoover, production of SEC Extra over at D1Baseball.com. I'm your host, Joe Healy, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Etheridge. And by now, you probably have a pretty good idea of why we're here. This is a first emergency podcast that we've had to do with Highway to Hoover. There's obviously been some big news in the SEC today, Thursday, May 4th, as we record this. Uh, Alabama coach Brad Bohannon has been effectively fired. Uh, I think the wording was something like they've begun the termination process or something like that, but it effectively has been fired. Jason Jackson will take over as interim coach for now. Alabama plays Vanderbilt tonight, Thursday. So the uh, we'll get into the timing of it because the timing, I think, is mm-hmm. illuminative uh, in the situation. But before we before we do anything else, let me let me read the statement um, from Athletic Director Greg Byrne on the situation um, that kind of. Uh, Alabama broke this before anyone else did, um, which I think is also tells you maybe something about it. So let me just read this real quick. Again, this is athletic Alabama Athlet, director of athletics, Greg Byrne on baseball coach, Brad Bohannon quote, Alabama director of athletics. Well, I'm sorry. This is on behalf of Greg Byrne. It's not mm-hmm. in Greg Byrne's voice quote, Alabama director of athletics, Greg Byrne announced he has initiated the termination process for head baseball coach, Brad Bohannon for among other things, violating the standards, duties, and responsibilities expected of university employees. Bohannon has been relieved of all duties and Jason Jackson will serve as the interim head coach. There will be no further comment at this time, pending an ongoing review end quote. So, uh, the other thing I want to make clear before we get into any of this is that Mark and I don't, I mean, we are literally recording this minutes after having gotten that statement. Mark and I do not have any further insider information or details. We are just kind of reacting to it in the moment. What we know is, is largely what you know. So um, I want to make that clear. I also want to make another thing clear that we, the big picture thing here is that we don't precisely know. Now we can draw some conclusions based on timing and wording and things like that. And, and we will do that a little bit here, but you forgive us if we tread a little bit lightly, just because um, obviously this is beyond just a wins and losses type of situation that led to a coach firing. So we'll, we'll be a little bit delicate with it and be careful with it because we, we don't have a lot of extra information beyond, you know, we we just, we have what the statement said basically, and we're, and we're working off of that. So wanted to get all of that, out in front before we start here, but, but Mark, what was your initial reaction with the news? Yeah, it it was surprising. Certainly the timing of everything is interesting uh, with the report about the gambling thing from Friday where the state of Ohio decided not to take any more Alabama baseball bets because of some large, large amounts of money that were, that were bet against Alabama uh, on Friday at LSU. And there was an investigation internally and, you know, 
you, it's not a huge leap of logic to to feel like something something was unearthed that led to today. Okay, who knows what that is? I don't know. Don't don't really know enough to speculate. Um, I do know that this was a big year for Brad Bohannon. He's been perpetually on the bubble. You know, even the year they made the tournament, they were probably the last team in. It's just been a it's it's a challenging job because of some of the other, um, you know, just aspects of competing in the SEC. As, as in, you know, unlike football and baseball, Alabama's one of the have-nots, and uh, it's it, it's a tough job. And and what Bohannon and his his head and his staff have had to to kind of, I guess. Uh, overcome in the last few years is they've had a ton of pitching injuries you know, you had Connor Prelip that, you know, was the best, probably the best pitcher that come through there and really long time and really didn't, didn't help them at all. He had the one year with the COVID year and then was kind of injured the other two. And, and then he's off in the pros. And so those kinds of things. And then this year they're Grayson hit their top prospect. He's injured. Right. And Ben Hess has missed a month. And then, Kind of one of the weird things is Luke Holman, who was supposed to start Friday, had a back thing and he was out. And of course, all the speculation about that because that was the the game on Friday. Um, you know, it's it was a year that he needed that that Brad needed to have some success. And and while the year hasn't been terrible, we had them in the field this week. Um, it 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 wasn't the the year that, that they'd hoped. And I don't know, this might have happened anyway. You know, if if Alabama doesn't finish strong, but the timing is is certainly concerning. I, I think the other thing to point out is is that I really like Brad Bohannon as a person. I mean, he's been great to to us at, at D1 Baseball. He's he's a really articulate person, and it seems to be someone that um, always carried himself well. So so uh, you know, having said that. It's it's been a rough year uh, for sports at the University of Alabama with all the the issues with basketball as well. Um, so it may, you know it may just be a point where you know Greg Byrne has a short fuse at this point and he doesn't want any more than you know he's just tired of it and and this is this is the outcome. So kind of rambled a little bit, but it, that's kind of the way I feel right now heading into. Is this this news? I mean, Alabama plays tonight. I mean, this is Thursday uh, before lunch, and and we're going to. I mean, they play play Vanderbilt, a very challenging opponent, in a you know big series. So it'll, on the field, it'll be really interesting to see how the team responds to this. Yeah, it's another caveat we should give is that we'll, we're going to be a little prone to rambling just because we, we haven't really had time to process this. We're mm-hmm. kind of processing it on the air, which I think sometimes makes for for good podcasting in terms of the raw uh, reaction to it. Sometimes mm-hmm. doesn't make for good podcasting, though, because we tend to kind of go round and round and round and round trying to make sense of it. So bear with us on that. You're right that this was a big year for Bo. I, I think the general consensus was if they weren't a postseason team, that was going to be it for him yeah. there. I think that's fair to say. I don't think I'm talking out of turn there. That was just the feeling ar- around the situation. And so it, it was already a, a big year. And, and, you know, there was a part of me that was <laughs> when, when the news first came out, there was a part of me that was like, Oh, that seems kind of like a, if they were going to let him go, they could have waited. And then I, it, you know, there's there a part of me that was like, Oh, that's kind of odd timing, giving everything going. And then it, 
dawned on me of course oh well actually of course this this probably has nothing to do with the, the wins and losses or at least very little to do with the with the wins and losses and i think you bring up a good point too with the stuff the alabama athletic department has has gone through just in the last several months obviously that you mentioned the basketball program and you do wonder mm-hmm. if that played a little bit of a part where greg Byrne just wants to nip this in the bud um there, there's that aspect but the, the timing of it i think so t- a couple of things here that I think illuminate a little bit that that it, there's more there there than just kind of um, the possibility that this, this is more than just kind of like, well, he's in charge of the program and we have this stuff swirling around the program, so he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, one is that the the situation around the the betting and the irregular betting over the last couple of days has grown, not shrunk. I think there was a possibility, at least in my mind, and I'm not a, I, I don't think Mark or I are really expert gamblers or follow the betting markets very much. Mark, I don't want to speak out of turn. That's certainly mm-hmm. true for myself. Yeah. But um, I thought that there was a possibility when, when I first heard about this on, on Monday, like as we all did, that, you know, maybe this was a, a weird deal in Ohio, but ultimately that the folks in Ohio will take a look at it and say, oh, well, actually, okay, it was weird, but there's nothing untoward here. Everybody mm-hmm. move on. But that hasn't happened. Some of the local folks down in, in Louisiana, I saw a NOLA.com article that kind of dug a little bit deeper into it. And, and the, 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 the gambling folks in Louisiana, the sports betting folks there were alerted to it and took a look at it. And, and now there's other states that have done so. Long story short, it's just the story has grown, not gone away. So that, yeah. that's one. And I think the other is, is the timing of, look, this is a, the, the morning of a game. Um, and you know, they've been looking into this. And, and so in order to make this move, the morning of a game, um, to me says yeah. that there's an urgency to it, that we need to make this move. Now, this is not a, let's wait and see what happens kind of deal. Yeah. One of the one of the guiding principles of, uh, of of my life when I react to these kinds of things is if there are, if there are things that don't add up, they don't I don't understand them. Then there's more that I'm not aware of. Okay, so there's and and I kind of believe that because Alabama took so much heat for the basketball for maybe not being proactive enough and, and sitting back. I, you know, you, you go through that and it's, it's really easy for us on the outside to, to laugh and point and have hindsight and all that good, good stuff. Right. But the people involved in that, you know, internally, they're feeling it and they're living it and they're going through it. And, that, and that's a raw deal for them. So for, for somebody like Greg Byrne and, and maybe this went, you know, maybe it's at a higher level than him to go through that sort of, I don't know, that, public persecution of, Hey, you guys, you guys, your program's out of control. The next opportunity that you have, you don't want to go down that path again. And, and it, it certainly, you know, that for me would kind of fill in some of those gaps that, that we may not know that, okay, well, at this point it's zero tolerance. We, we aren't, we aren't going to go through this inaction again. We're going to act swiftly and, and be proactive on whatever it is that they've deemed worthy of this, this decision. And, you know, it's looking at it. We like to look at it, you know, on the field and baseball and, you know, wins and losses. And are you going to 
or you know or where do you finish in the in the standings and i'm not sure that's really what's really factored a whole lot even though he entered the year on the hot seat i don't i don't think that's that's going on here i think this is a an athletic administration um uh, they encountered something that they were not willing to tolerate i think that's i think that's as right as we can be at this point you know um but one of the other things that's interesting here is that you know, Jason Jackson, who is an assistant on the staff currently, is now the interim head coach. And as far as we know, the rest of the staff is staying in place. And of course, their season will continue. Yeah. And so that to me is also interesting because to me, and again, this is where I give another big giant caveat. If this is just Joe spitballing, I'm not, no, no actual information, just spitballing here. But if this was a situation of something like, fixing or throwing or and again because LSU won the games and the bets were on LSU that doesn't really make any sense so I think we've already kind of tossed a lot of that aside but if this was a situation where this really ran deep in the program and there was something like that going on I have a hard time believing that it would just be let's fire the head coach and then move on Mm -hmm. Um, so either the situation is very specific to Brad Bohannon or it is a relatively I don't want to use the word minor, but, but it is a pretty isolated thing. And they just felt like we need to uh, get the pound of flesh here um, Mm -hmm. and try to clean this up while we, while we still can. And that's where it is also interesting to me. Interesting is not the right word here. Um, I don't know what the right word is, but there is also a deal where if this turns out that it really was just kind of a thing where, Hey, we, we've just got to move on. We've got to clean this up. It turns out it's like, really doesn't have that much to do with the program, but this is enough of a black eye that we just needed to, to move on from Bo. That's tough because now this becomes word association with Brad Bohannon. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's incredibly respected within the nationally, but specifically within the sec, he's an sec lifer. You know, he comes from the John yeah. Cohen tree. Um, that's like as, as sec baseball lifer as it, as it gets, you know, the Cohen tree or the Polk tree and the, those, those guys, but you know, even with that though, like that could be, that could be tricky. If it's word association of Brad Bohannon is got fired amidst a gambling scandal surrounding his program, whether it turns out that, you know, there was anything specific to him that he did uh, in this situation. um, That's just inevitable. And so if it turns out, if it turns out that there was something that really untoward that he was doing here, okay, then maybe that's fair maybe that ends up being fair. But if it really just is kind of like, Hey, we need to make an example here. Um, and it just so happens that he's the guy at the front of the program when this happened to happen. That's, that's tough. I mean, that's life. Life yeah. is, but, um, but that is tough. Yeah. And, you know, you do wonder how much of this are we going to learn? Certainly Alabama's not going to talk about it. Um, I, kind of doubt brad's gonna talk about it so it's it's gonna need to come from a third third party here so it's you know (laughs) if if he wants to continue to stay in college baseball he's gonna have to talk about it to to get another job i think that's you know there's gonna need to be some explanation you know to a future employer uh so it's 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 just a weird deal and then from Alabama, I mean, they still have 
you know, three weeks in the regular season. They still have a lot to play for. These are important games. They get Vandy, they go to A&M, and they host Ole Miss. Uh, they can't afford to just, you know, if, if they want to salvage their season at all, they can't just afford to, to go into a shell. Because Vandy is not the, not the easiest opponent anyway. I mean, they were certainly big underdogs. I don't want to use a betting term. They were certainly not the team you would think would, would win that series. So um, I, I think that's the, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that team responds and it, can they, can they hang in there and, and make the postseason or do they just kind of, all right, this, this is just a lost season. They, they fired our coach. There's a scandal. There's been injuries. There's been, underperformance what all these things are stacking up now there was all you know we hadn't talked about this there's a former player uh suing bohannon alabama and and pitching coach jason jackson for not taking care of his arm right and not believing him when he was injured so there's just all these things that it turned what they hoped would be a really promising season is it's got it off the rails and and it's i mean this is this is bad now I mean, it's it's gone from, you know, in preseason Alabama was a top twenty ranked team, and and now look look at all the, look at all the drama and the turmoil. It's it's no way to no way to look at it other than just a huge disappointment. Well, I think the for better or worse, I do think we will eventually get some clarity on the situation. Maybe for a couple of reasons. I mean. One is that whether whether it's us or some other outlet, because the other thing about this is based on the reaction I've seen on Twitter, there are going to be a lot of folks who don't normally cover college baseball or pay attention to it. They're going to be nosing around this story. Well, everybody um, loves a scandal for sure. And well, and, th- and this 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 has buzzwords about it, you mm-hmm. know, like at this point, like we're so just kind of um, numb to, you know, I don't know, impermissible benefits scandals in college right. sports and all that stuff. But like, this is new and different you know, gambling. Sizzle. And and there's right. enough ambiguity that you can sort of fill in your own blanks. And that's what people For are sure. doing. That's what we're doing. Right. But that's what people are going to do. Right. So, um, so I think we will get some answers from, if not from that, and I think we will also from, I do think there's a little bit of motivation on the Alabama administration's part at some point to be forthcoming about the extent of it um, because that question is going to continue to get asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I do think at some point, especially if it turns out that this was an, an isolated deal, uh, you know, whatever it is, an isolated deal that was a one-time thing based on this one game against LSU. Um, I, I do think there is some motivation on the part of Alabama to come out and just lay its cards on the table and, and tell mm-hmm. you, precisely what the deal was with this with this situation so I, I do think it might take some time but I, I do think we'll get some clarity on this at least from from that standpoint but but as of now we we have very little and I and I think we will have continue to have very little into the into the foreseeable future and obviously this story is is um, taking precedent over the stuff on the field but you're also right to to point out that the, this could go you know, either way for the the team on the field, you know, mm-hmm. it, it could be a little bit of a rallying cry, like, hey, let's just play for ourselves. Let's play for each other. Let's, you know, go out here and play free um, because no one expects anything from us at this point. Or you're right. I mean, it, this is this is only the latest bit of adversity to hit this team that's dealt with a whole bunch of injuries, 
all season long, a bunch of close losses. Um, this could also just be a, the moment when things kind of fold up like a tent. So um, yeah. I could see either one. Yeah. I guess one other thought on this is this supposedly was the Friday game at LSU. Um, you're facing Paul Skeens. If ever there was a time to bet against Alabama without any inside information, that would be a pretty good candidate. You know, so it's it's just really odd out of you play 40 something games already this year and that's the one that that draws the scrutiny. That's just really I don't know. That that's it's interesting to me. Um I mean I don't I don't bet on any sports, but I certainly don't bet on college baseball. And if I was, I would feel pretty good about my chances betting for LSU in that game. Right. So, so that's the, you know, that it's just, it's just so interesting that that's the game. All right. It's well, and I mean, that that's, that's where a lot of the assumption gets made about what's, what the situation was. I think there was, um, part of how I think we realized that there might be more to this story is that I think people drew the conclusion, right? Understandably. So very quickly of like, okay, here's, here's what happened. Luke Holman got scratched from his start. Somebody who had inside information found out about it before it became public. And certainly before the sports book was able to adjust its line. Mm-hmm. And then a whole bunch of money came in on LSU. That being said, people who know more about this space than I do have said on Twitter that, well, sports books don't really get spooked by that. That's just kind of part of doing business yeah. Um, as a, as a sports betting entity. And somebody please on Twitter, correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I just, I've seen that a lot. People saying that like sports books really aren't going to get spooked by that, especially if it's one bet. Cause in the grand scheme of things, Hey, it's one bet. Even mm-hmm. if we take a bath, like we'll bounce back. Yeah. So, you know, that, so that, that was kind of, I think for me anyway, what tipped me off to like, ah, there might be something more here because if, if if it wasn't just that a whole bunch of money came in for one result, um, then okay, there's, there's something else happening here. And I think that's been borne out over the last couple of days. Again, not just with this firing, but also just with the story hasn't gone away. Yeah. I, I don't know what that could be. I mean, the difference in Luke Holman going against Paul Skeens and Hagen Banks going against Paul Skeens is neg- negligible. Well, that's, right? so, that's the other thing too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, Okay. Well, yeah. may, you know, they're, they're both, you know, solid pitchers. They're not, but they're not skeins. Right. So it's, you know, it's just that, that part is just, I would love to know more about that. I, I don't, I, I don't understand that part. So there's, as I said before, there's something out there that we aren't privy to this, this taking us down this path. And I think that's probably as good a place as I need to end it. Just that, uh, you know, more, more to come, I'm sure. And, and if there's, if there are more consequential details out there, Mark and I will, will jump back on at some point in the coming days. Um, yeah. We will continue obviously D1 baseball to follow this story. Obviously also, this is not Mark and I's department, but obviously there will also be the, the palace intrigue of, of, you know, who does Alabama hire from, from, yeah point forward that, that's also a thing and again that's not really mark and i's department but mm-hmm. you know um kindle will be all over that i'm sure he'll have something you know not long after this yeah. goes up kind of on that that aspect of it and, and mark and i you know we we will obviously we'll chip in yeah that develops but uh you know that you know uh kindle's going to be the uh the guy oh, yeah. 
he's 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 really dug dug in on that so mark and i will just kind of uh you know look at his work and then uh you know muse about it afterwards that's what we do well is musing um and you know whether whether we did that well and on this topic or not i don't know but i thought it was important that we um jumped on here and just kind of let you the listener listen in on us processing this and trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what's what and what we do know and what we don't know and obviously right now what we don't know is a lot longer list than what we do know and when we do know more we will share it with you um so i suppose mark unless you have any other final thoughts i i think that's probably where we'll close up shop nope yep Fair. Um, so again, w- once we have more on this on the story, you'll get it at d1baseball.com or on the main podcast or the Highway to Hoover podcast, which is what you're listening to here. Uh, we, we will obviously have more on this story as it develops. Uh, we got baseball coming up tonight and the rest of this weekend. So, um, you know, just a quick plug to, to head on over to SEC Extra at d1baseball.com for all of our coverage from this weekend. And of course, the main site, D1 Baseball, for everything happening around the college baseball weekend. Uh, thank you all for listening. Mark, thanks as always for being here with me. We'll talk to you all soon.